Hello and welcome to the Van Foodster Podcast. I am your host, Richard Wallach, covering the food scene in and around the Vancouver area, across Canada and beyond. This is episode 111 of the Van Foodster podcast. In this week's episode, I do a feature on Suyo Modern Peruvian Restaurant in Mount Pleasant. I feature Happy Hour at District 11 on Main Street. I do a feature on Menarca Restaurant in Gastown. I feature Nostos Taverna in Kitsilano and their Greek cuisine from the island of Evia. I do a feature on Mount Everest Kitchen and Grill and their Nepalese dishes. I do a feature on Novella Coffee Bar that recently opened in Mount Pleasant. Lastly, I talk about some new restaurants that have just opened, as well as some that are opening within the coming month. I would like to wish everyone the best of the holiday season and new year. This is the last podcast for 2022. Thank you all for listening and sharing along. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Van Foodster, as well as visit VancouverFoodster.com. For everything food in Vancouver and beyond, we'll get on with this week's episode. I had a chance to finally visit Suyo Modern Peruvian Restaurant. On Main Street, it is a beauty. I, you know, they opened a while ago, but it took a little while to get back to get in there. And uh, I'm glad, you know, sometimes it's good to wait a few months before you hit onto a new restaurant, and that's exactly what we did. And our friend Lee and myself had uh, adventured out, and uh, you know, had some great bar seats. Bar seats is a great place to sit. You know, when you're in a restaurant, especially if you're on your own, you're with another person, and you want to uh, learn a lot more about a restaurant than you ha- than you would if you're just uh, dining at a table. Um, the bar seats is the place to be, and it was just a great experience for us. Uh, we had a couple zero-proof cocktails that night, which we both enjoyed. Uh, I had the Flora cocktail, and you know you get a, a lot of interesting insight when you talk to the bartender, bar manager in this case, um, Max, who uh, described the cocktail that he made in detail. So it was always very, that was very interesting. Uh, we shared several dishes and we worked our way through the menu. We were very, very full by the end of the night, but uh, it was definitely worth it. The ceviches are incredible there. You, This is one thing you want to try um, for sure. Chef Ricardo Valvetti, he had per- previously been at Ancora. He was executive chef at Ancora. And that was a Japanese kind of Peruvian restaurant. He knows his he knows his cuisine very well, and uh, the ceviches there were phenomenal. We started off with the first one was a ceviche classico, and it was a Haraguay halibut, um, all the different types of ingredients that you would find in a in a uh, in a ceviche. Of course, you know you have the uh, uh, the nuts, the special nuts that they have from um peru um that was very good that was a great in, in introduction to the dinner uh, we also had a mushroom ceviche that was very different uh very interesting i've never had anything quite like it but it was absolutely delicious and apparently it is um it is one of their um top selling vegetarian dishes on the menu and that's what many vegetarians order so that is something to good to know if you are vegetarian or you have a friend joining you who is vegetarian this is the dish they have to they have to order it um another one is the ensalada uh, rusa so this was kind of like a a peruvian take of a russian salad so we normally a russian salad would be kind of mayo based to be a chopped salad this was not that this was incredible though beets parsnips brussels sprouts smoked mayo 
It was very, very good. Um, as was the octopus. Now, I don't always off always order octopus, but I am so glad we did because I had heard about this from other people, and it was just tender. They they steamed their octopus for three hours. Um, the the whole thing was flavored with a chimichurri sauce. Um, yam fondant it was just very very good so it is definitely one you also want to order i think like pretty much every dish on the menu we had was very good as was the pork chicharana this was a very very also very different than i've had seen before um, it was uh the pork was brined for three hours it was crispy yam polenta olive radishes a salsa it was a very, very tasty dish. Now, the standout there, and this is what they're kind of like known for, I guess. I mean, they're known for everything. They're known for the ceviches, but the, the lomo saltado is like their featured dish. And it's a basically a steak dish, and you can get it in various different sizes of, of ounces. So if you're going to, you know, by yourself, you go with six ounce. Um, if you're two of us, like we were, we had eight ounce. I mean, you can go up to 16 ounce if you're sharing with a bunch of people. But we were quite full by the time we got to the Lomo Saltado. But we both, you know, it was just delicious. We we really enjoyed it. So it was triple A Canadian tenderloin. Um, they had various different spices of Peruvian spices. Um, it, the interesting thing was that the dish reminded us of a Chinese dish um, as it had a sauce mixed with soy. Uh, very, very good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, came served with a perfectly cooked Peruvian rice and uh, just so, so good. Uh, desserts are as creative as the cocktails are and the dishes. Um, desserts are made in the house by Chef uh, Mercedes, and she's doing an incredible job as well. This all reminded me, though, of a, another restaurant I had been to recently. It was a couple months ago. It was Archer Dining, and I had talked about that on the, on the podcast. And I found at Archer, too, that the uh, cocktails, the dishes – the uh, desserts were all in sync. I mean, it was creative in sync by all the different chefs and bartenders involved. And this is exactly the same thing. So this is a totally different cuisine, but um, it's the same thing where the team really, really syncs together. And you can see it when you're dining in this restaurant. They've really got it going and they've done a fantastic job. So both of these restaurants, terrific job. And I'll be talking about this uh uh, coming up soon on my podcast and I will touch on it in the uh, next episode coming up in the new year but um, this is uh, really really good so Chef Mercedes has an incredible job we tried uh, two different desserts that night uh, one was the pina colada morada and you know th we think pina colada you're thinking of this tropical drink this was not that this was a coconut panna cotta with pineapple jam and a chicha sorbet it was very good but the one that really stole the show for me was the Peruvian alfajores. And it was a special on the menu. And I really hope they add it to the menu, like, period. Because this one gave you the sense of you are in Peru. And this is the dessert you're going to have. And it is done very different than the an alfajores I've had before. So, um, But they've done a great job. So it's a shortbread cookie. It's also larger than you would normally find. It's uh, filled with a, a dulce de leche. Um, it's, it's, um, topped with lucuma ice cream. Now, lucuma ice cream, lucuma is a fruit from Peru. It's the most popular ice cream flavor they make in the country. I've had lucuma before. Um, this was very different. The uh, dessert was garnished with raspberries and finished with gold dust. I mean, incredible. You got to go try it. You got to check them out. They are at, um, they're on main street at three, four, seven, five main street. And, um, there you need an advanced reservation here and i can tell you that they're booked weeks ahead i mean they're looking booking in halfway th booked through uh, january now but there is a way around that 
So if you go on their website, you'll see this thing is waitlist. So, so if you're not stuck on a, a night or time, you can put yourself down on the waiting list. And um, you know, if they get a cancellation, they're going to call on that waitlist and you'll get yourself a reservation. So there is this way around it, but uh, you got to go and try out CU Modern Peruvian. And it is the only Peruvian restaurant we have in Vancouver right now. So definitely get, give them some port and, and go out and try it. Um, another spot that I had been going, wanting to get to for a while, but it's, you know, sometimes that while takes a while. And it, you know, fairly close to us. It's um, the Main Street Riley Park neighborhood. It's called um, District 11. It had opened up earlier in the year and I wanted to go, but, you know, this is, this is what happens in the city. So so we thought, how can we get in there when we, we don't have time for dinner because we're fully booked? Is uh, go for happy hour. And I'm so happy we did this. So um, happy hour is a great great thing there you know they have beautiful drinks cocktails on special they've got a variety of different appetizers on special now we weren't drinking that night because we were driving so we ended up just going for the food and the food was phenomenal so i am so happy this restaurant is very close to me i look forward to dining there at another time hopefully for dinner or you know another another meal but uh this was really really good so um the Aburi Crispy Rice is one of them you have to order. I think basically everything on here you have is a must order. But this was really popular. We noticed a lot of people were ordering it. Aburi Crispy Rice uh, topped with a uh, spicy imitation crab salad with a ponzu glaze. It was very good. Uh, the uh, Ban Yo Ebi Tempura came with five pieces. There's prawn tempura, also really tasty. Uh, cream cheese udon, really, really good. That was a good one for sharing as well. Came with mussels. Um, the accordion cucumber salad was very refreshing. This was also very needed because when you're having a bunch of fried diff different fried dishes, you want to break that up. And the, the cucumber salad really added to that. Added a really good, tasty dressing topped with crispy shallots and crispy vermicelli. It was very good. And then we had this wonton, and that's, you know, we added on to that one because we were like, let's order something else. And we ordered this truffle noir mom wonton. It was pork and shrimp wonton with this uh, very, very tasty sauce, and it was very good. So you want to check them out. They are on uh, at 4063 Main Street in Vancouver. And when you check them out, they are actually, like, they've got all, all these different things. They're open for, like, happy hour. They're open for dinner. They're even open for late night. And they're open, I think, till 1 a.m., 2 a.m. They're open for late night uh, service as well. So you want to check that out when you're, when you're over there. Um, over in Gastown, another spot that I had not got to in a while. Um, well, had not gotten to. So I, I've talked about Ophelia before. It's one of my favorite Mexican restaurants in the city. Uh, and I take friends there. I take people that are visiting. I've sent many, many people to it. I love what Fran Chef Francisco has done with Ophelia in Olympic Village. So that is, I just love it. He opened Menarca earlier this year. Um, back, I think it was back in the spring. Um, his second Mexican restaurant in the city. This one is quite different to Ophelia. Um, I liked it, I, I, but I still prefer Ophelia. There is something about Ophelia that really got me i just love the the dishes they're doing the service is top notch always um it's just very very good but anyway marnarca is gastown it's of course of course a totally different neighborhood it is different um from what i from what i gathered um they have cocktails very creative with the cocktails the, the decor is beautiful um their dishes are different i, I wanted to say it's more like along more meat maybe it's more meat there i'm not sure what it is it sort of struck me as things were different there 
Um, but anyway, so some of the dishes that we we had were we were amazing, and then others were just okay. So my favorites there were the queso con chorizo. It was like a kind of reminded me of a queso fundido. I've had at other Mexican restaurants, except for it had your it had asadero cheese, Oaxaca cheese. It had chorizo. It was very very good. Came with four flour tortillas on the side, and then you just sort of you know put some put some of the mixture on your tortilla to eat. It was very good, very good to share. Um, the other one was uh, was called Los um, de Cochinita, I guess. It was um, basically um, tacos um, with a uh, braised pork inside and a delicious broth. The broth itself was phenomenal. I mean, it was one of the best I've had in the city. So I really, really like that dish. And that would one be one I'd order again. I'd suggest you order it. It's great. You could have that on your own. It comes with three big tacos. That could be your meal, um, or it's good to share. Um, we also had this other dish was called Enfriladas de Cochina Pibel. Now, this was suggested to me by the manager, and this was good. It wasn't my favorite, though. Um, so, I mean, there would be other dishes I would probably order because this was very hearty. It came like it was like the same kind of similar kind of braised pork as in the other dish. And it was layered, and it was had this black bean sauce over top. It was, it was a lot. I mean, we were sharing, and we were like, "Whoa, this is like a filling dish." So interesting, though. But I guess you know, if you you're gonna go with one pork or the other, I would pick the the first one I talked about over this one. And then we had this Los Vegetarian Tacos. Unfortunately, this did not work very well. So I I thought there. They could have done something really amazing with a vegetarian dish there, but this was not it. So I don't even know why this is on the menu. Like, I get it. It sounded amazing. It just wasn't amazing. So um, it was basically roasted butternut squash with cheese gratin, corn tortilla. I don't know. I think there's there's potential there to really change that dish and make it amazing, but this was not it. So... Um, we had a couple margaritas. Both margaritas were very good. Um, the lychee and lemongrass was my favorite. Uh, my friend Jason's favorite was the picante margarita. Both good. Dessert though, dessert was outstanding. So this is the thing. Like you know, you go from you go from Maine's dessert, and um, the server just told me, you know, we have a chocolate cake and we have churros and a key lime pie. Key lime pie doesn't work for me, but I was thinking just a chocolate cake. I mean, the way she said it, I was like, like okay, just a chocolate cake, but let's try it anyway. And that chocolate cake was phenomenal. It's one of the best chocolate cakes I've had in Vancouver in months. So I was really excited for that. And I thought, you know, she could have really built it up. Like, you can, you know, you're going to sell a lot more to your customers if you're telling them a bit more about the cake than just the chocolate cake. But anyway, it was very good. So if you are heading over there and you want to have dessert, order the chocolate cake. That's, like, key. Um, we also had the churros with vanilla ice cream. They were good. But um, I've had, you know, I don't know. I've had a lot of churros in my life. So... These were fine, but really, it's the chocolate cake that's the win there. So head on over. Menarca, you'll find them at 181 Corral Street in Gastown. And um, then uh, Nostos Taverna. So this is another one of these. So this is, like the, this is like the episode of I've been wanting to go to these restaurants for ages and I haven't gotten them. So I finally got to Nostos Taverna, and I'm so happy I did. It's a Greek restaurant in Kitsilano. It is absolutely wonderful. Um, Chef Eleni is uh, one of the owners. Her family owns it. She is from the Greek island of Evia. And what we learned was this is where she grew up. And the cuisine she is serving at her restaurant is the cuisine from her island of Evia. Now, you do not find this very often. You find uh, restaurants, Greek restaurants are opening up serving 
the cuisine of Greece or, you know, their or the Vancouver or the Western Western Canadian take of the Greek cuisine. This is not this. This is the dishes from her home country, her from her home, from her home island. And as she explained, like you know, small town on this island, and this is these are the dishes they're serving. So this is something you're not going to find anywhere else in Vancouver, and you've got to go and try it out for yourself. They were packed. First of all, weekend night it was packed before Christmas, but they said that weekends are just packed all the time. So if you don't want a crazy busy night, go during the week. That's my suggestion. I would definitely go back during the week night because it was very busy last night. And, uh, but very good. So if you like the buzz of a packed room, then go on the weekend. If you want a bit of a quieter evening, go during the week. But uh, the decor of the restaurant is absolutely beautiful. It's bright. It's welcoming. The servers all have smiles. That is wonderful to see in any restaurant you were dining in because you know the servers are smiling that, you know, you're going to have a wonderful experience. And we did. So um, just tell you some dishes I have not, you know, and, and this first dish I've never heard of before. I've never heard, you know, I've never tried it and I can't even pronounce it. But Tiganospo, I think it's a pan fried flatbread stuffed with feta. This is the dish that resonates. It originates in her from her area of uh, Evia of like northern Greece, like northern kind of like northern part of the island of uh, of Evia in Greece. So it says her favorite dish, Chef Eleni's favorite dish, she, the childhood favorite dish, which she grew up on, and it's on the menu. This is a must try, but this is also must try with friends. Don't eat this by yourself. You're gonna be very full if after you eat this one by yourself and you won't be able to eat anything else so you know two or three friends is a good way of doing it or one or two friends is a way of doing it and you can share it uh we really enjoy it we also enjoyed the beet salad uh this is a very different take a very unique take on a beet salad uh very very pretty and uh tasty as well i love the baked feta it's another dish with a oven baked feta with tomato peppers olive oil oregano and chili flakes came with some bread slices on the on the side for um for dipping and, and such and that was very good um also another one i've never had before was zucchini keftas i uh, know i've had kefta before like a lamb kefta but here it's zucchini so good vegetarian dish um and it's just very different like it was just it was so good so zucchini kind of like a little balls made up there the white prawn saganaki was phenomenal i had heard about this already and um very different i've had saganaki before and, and many people find saganaki on on Greek restaurant menus around the city, and Saganaki is like a fried cheese. This is not like that. This is uh, served with white prawns. It's um, done with this cheese cubes, a special type of Greek cheese. They have it with ouzo and lemon, olive oil. I would order this again right away. It was so good. Lamb chops, tender, juicy, flavorful, and you can order like we had. There were three of us, so we had three lamb chops. You could order as many lamb chops as you want. You could have six. You could have nine. Whatever you want to do, you can do that there. Uh, calamari, we added that to try that because um, Lawrence and Sherry love calamari. I'm okay with calamari, but they love it. So squeeze the lemon, very, very good. Uh, we were all kind of addicted to it. And then for dessert, now this is really interesting here. So I had met Chef Alani um, at the Joy of Feeding, di sorry, the joining of Joy of Feeding uh, event back in early October that uh, Chef Miru Duwala puts on and I had a chance to meet um, Eleni there and they were serving up a couple desserts um, to guests at the event and this was these were these two desserts so of course we wanted to try those again because we just had a little you know sort of sampling when we were at the event so uh, here they serve up this um, porcatoca I can't even pronounce this portocalapetita orange cake it was very good and it's a bit sweet but um, it comes in as kind of like a 
syrup, I suppose, honey syrup, I think. Um, that's a popular dessert in Greece. So they serve that. So we had that. And then we had this exquisite, and I will never get this pronounced this one either, but Galaba Toborico, I think. No, maybe I got that wrong. But anyway, it's a phyllo with vanilla custard filling. It's a regional dish from Eleni's home area. So that was a very unique. I don't, I haven't seen this on any restaurant menu around the city before. So this is another one to try. It was very good. The whole meal was very good. I can't wait to return to try some more dishes there. So you want to check them out. They're in Kitsilano at 3162 West Broadway. And then uh, another spot. Now this one I had just heard about recently when I was not aware that they actually opened up in August 2021. It's called Mount Everest Kitchen and Grill. It's on it's downtown 538 Seymour Street. Now they are specializing in Nepalese dishes and Nepalese cuisine. Now they also have Indian cuisine, um, so Indo-Chinese dishes. The menu is vast. I mean, I think you could just probably eat there every day with something different. And you're never going to get bored. The menu is huge. They're making a lot of things. But what I did discover is this Nepalese cuisine, Nepalese dishes you don't see around Vancouver very often. So this is what we decided to order. We were just in there for lunch. We had a couple different um, uh, dumpling dishes. We did their um, baked momo. So their baked momo with, um, with chicken. And then we did their steamed momo with vegetables, vegetarian vegetables that way. Uh, both came with these um, house-made sauces. It was very good. A great lunch to share for two. But I just really wanted to try the Nepalese, and I'm so glad I did. It was very good. And they've got various other dishes as well. Um, I do want to go back. I do want to try. They have a, an Indian tali on a, for lunch special. Uh, they have various Indian dishes. All the naan bread that was coming out of the kitchen looked amazing. So just you know, looking at this, uh, there this is a great spot to go downtown. Um, it's situated right across from BCIT in downtown Vancouver. So all the ESL schools that are around there, of course, makes them very busy during the week. But they're open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. So you know, I, I suppose weekends are busy, but I would think maybe. Maybe a week weeknight would probably be the time to go, but definitely want to check them out. Mount Everest Kitchen and Grill. And then uh, Novella Coffee Bar has finally opened up in the Mount Pleasant neighborhood. Everyone's been waiting for this to open because this is owned by the people that own Published. And, you know, Published, Michelin. I mean, it's just Published is an amazing restaurant. So everybody know everyone, <laughs> everyone I know, everyone they know is knew that Novella was going to be a hit because of who's behind it. And it was, but the only thing is, I've only gone in, I just walked in a few days after they opened. I just had a cortado and a cheese scone, which is very tasty. I've not tried any of the food there. They're doing a full-on brunch. I've not tried it. Hopefully one day I will get a chance to try it. The coffee's by House of Funk uh, Roasting in Norfan, and um, they're doing a great job. It's a beautiful room. They've done a great job. So hopefully you get the back there another time. Um, some new restaurants that have just opened that I do want to visit, but I won't get to yet. So I'm just going to mention a few of those that you know I hope to visit early in January. Um, after the holiday break, um, one of those is called Man and Co. Bake Shop. It opened today in Surrey. I, I can't wait. Um, chef, pastry Chef Matt, he is, Jukar, he is an amazing pastry chef. I've been watching Instagram for a long time now. Um, and he has just opened a beautiful cake shop in Surrey. So I'll head on out there in January and I'll kind of report back on what I found there. But I can't wait to visit. Sweet Revenge Cafe is another spot open up in Surrey. It opened up yesterday. And that's another spot I want to visit. Uh, they looks like they've done a great job with that one. 
There's a spot called Heka Cafe, opened up downtown on Davie, 1102 Davie. Just opened up recently, so that's another one to check out. And Antis Vancouver Pastry Lab has just opened up in, in uh, Gastown at 360 Corral Street. Um, that one, uh, I can't wait to visit. They've only been doing a Panettone right now this month, but they'll f- turn into a full-on bakery come in the, early in the new year. And about to open. So we do not have dates for these yet. I know these places are about to open uh, Wicked Cafe is opening their second location at 3605 West 16th Avenue. I believe they're just waiting for their opening permit right now. So that I expect will open sometime later this month or sometime in early January. And the other one is San San Cafe. It's a Hong Kong style um, Chinese food uh, that's all gluten free. This sounds really interesting. It's coming in at 227 Main Street. They are planning to open sometime in mid-January, early mid-January. So watch for that one. San San Cafe, you can find them on Instagram and uh that sounds really good. So again, I want to wish everybody a happy, uh, a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy New Year. And uh, we'll talk to you more, with lots more coming up in the new year. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Tune into the next episode next week to hear more interviews with chef and cookbook authors, as well as other features. Please tell your friends about this podcast and have them subscribe to the Van Foodster Podcast and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music to hear my weekly show covering the food scene in and outside of Vancouver.